All right, welcome to the Bourbon Boys. We're doing a special cast. Justin Sharpie from Driftless Clan. Say hello. Guys, how's it going? You want me to do the introductions by two boys? No. You, you already remember their names? No. Oh. We're going to move around the room. Oh, so I see Justin, we got Carol. Carol. We got... Yep, hand him the Eric. mic. It's okay if he talks on it. All right, we've got my man here with the close hair. Jim Powers. Jim Powers. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nate. All right, we got Veska. All right, uh, we're going to try uh, some Driftless Gun Whiskey again. Different. We might have to uh, separate these podcasts. So That's what okay. Do we... We'll space them. We'll space them. Uh, I can have soul. Jack Daniels mixed with orange juice. No, when I was 18 years old, I mixed orange juice. I didn't know any better, and then I threw up. So the screwdriver? To get... That with was whiskey? not a screwdriver. What, what's that it? was a terrible a, mistake. A drunk girlfriend who handed <laughs> you the bottle and then said, here, I'm so sorry for what I said. back to the world of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what was your first whiskey you ever had? First whiskey I ever had was Crown Royal. Okay. You know, you, your grandpa's got the, the bottle in the bag. No, I don't know that. No, 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 no. I'm saying generally speaking. Oh, okay. Hey, who says right. I'm a grandpa? Your, your grandpa... My that's grandpa a, a was a lot cooler than that, but that's hey, cool. Hey, hey, hey. You were going to leave my grandpa out of this. <laughs> that's my cool. My a pretty cool man. Yes, I appreciate so, that. But, but he drank Crown, War, Crown, ah, Crown Royal. It happens. What's your first whiskey you ever had? Oh, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know if I ever had any first whiskey I can remember, but I remember back in my... I mean, you had one earlier today, so there was yeah. a first at some point. That might have been... No, probably with, with Sharpie on his boat, but I remember back in On my his day, moped? I, I used to have those, those Seagram's wine coolers when I was a little kid, and then, I had a, and, then, and then I had a fucking shitload of tequila and woke up naked on my parents' fucking living room. Oh, that's, and that's, that's like the only booze I remember man, growing up as a kid. This is definitely, definitely going to be an uh, explicit yeah. podcast. Yeah, we should have... Uh, so that, was, yeah. uh, well, I'll do it. I can still edit it. Uh, it what was it, your it, first whiskey you ever had? Before I get to my first whiskey, uh, <laughs> clearly, about my boy. clearly he's a little bit confused that just because it has Seagram's on the name doesn't mean it's all whiskey. Oh, <laughs> that would be a brand, my friend. Anyways. Uh, I mean, my, theoretically, it could be. But you can borrow him my, my blonde hair <laughs> for the rest of the uh, uh, My first whiskey was definitely Jack Daniels, but as a ute, uh, you definitely had to go for every other cheap brand, so you're hitting every knockoff whiskey along the way. Uh, fucking Ezra Brooks. Um, That's what I named that my I son after, is Brooks. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ezra. I'm like, oh, of course. No. I wouldn't do that to him. That'd be real <laughs> rude. Yeah, you, you know, you try to hit every every cheap, you know, knockoff whiskey that you can when you're a young Young youngster, just Youngin. starting out on your on your whiskey journey. I remember, uh, you know, from Wisconsin. It's a long and winding road. Oh, it is, especially when you're born and raised in Wisconsin. True. So they, a lot they of brandy them, in that road. Yeah, they they raise them young uh, with the whiskey drinking. But I remember uh, real young, early in my twenties, to go to uh, Arizona, and they say, "Let me let you in on a little secret." And they point me to the knockoff Jack Daniels. I say, brother, I'm from Wisconsin. That's Is that not, called Jim Beam? <laughs> that's not a secret to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, started real early, but Jack Daniels, and then quickly into the cheaper bottom shelf stuff. K- Carol, what's your best whiskey you ever had? Maybe Four Roses. Single barrel? So I'm kind of a newbie in 
all of the horizons eventually. So I, I joined the Scotch and Whiskey Club in my rotary because I'm old as dirt. And <laughs> I love ro- hey, hey. In my rotary. <laughs> hey, hey, last week all, th- all four of us joined the Lions Club. Perfect. So I'm trying to like give back. But um, no, I joined the Scotch and Whiskey Club so that because I know I enjoy it and I want to learn more and get more proficient in. You got to put that mic closer to your face. Right here. Yeah, that's good. Okay. I would like to get more proficient, so I joined the Scotch and Whiskey Club at Rotary. Okay. I added you to the speakeasy group today. I appreciate that. Okay. Ooh. I had Do you to accept answer that? questions. Well, That's of course you have to answer Facebook. questions. It's like, well, the one that was the hardest for me is like, are you going to be nice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to be a bully? <laughs> well, if you're not going to be nice, maybe I shouldn't answer. <laughs> are you going to bully anybody like, on this? Oh, they didn't say bully because I'm not a bully, but it's like, are you going to be like nice? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good uh, question for your group. I uh, Okay. What was your uh, best whiskey you ever had? Best whiskey I ever had is, I mean, I, again, not very experienced with whiskey, but I would say bourbon. It's a, like a, a Four Roses single barrel. I've okay. Had that, and that was, that was quite delightful. And then, you know, like I've had various scotches, things like that. But, uh, you know. Oh, don't, don't talk know. about scotches. We're not going to talk about scotches here. You come so. up with scotch talking about in this podcast, I'll kick you straight out of this room. Yeah, I mean, that, that's – I'm fairly tall, that, so that would be an accomplishment. That should be a good fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go to the next <laughs> four person. roses single bear. <laughs> Moving on. The the Appreciate actually you. the the probably the best whiskey I ever had was Driffles Glen. two years ago, <laughs> uh, my buddy over here Justin got really drunk at a yacht club that we're at. I and love this so guy. We, I don't we, care we, we tried to play a prank on him that we he oh, left oh, his car unlocked oh, oh, and he had about twenty oh, cases of DG in the trunk, so we stole it all. And man, free and driftless glen. I can't go wrong. That's some of the best whiskey I ever had. Cause and then he woke up and you know the next day and goes, "What all happened?" And he goes out to his car to go to work, and it's empty. <laughs> and uh, let's yeah, be was, honest, he doesn't work. No, but well, he, he a couple days later, I mean, he theoretically, work. theoretically, he's supposed to be working. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, that was pretty good from what. I mean, what I can recall... So drinking I w- and pissing yourself is work, yes. Yeah. I mean, I woke it. up naked again, but it was good. He, he can neither confirm nor deny that he pissed himself. <laughs> Let's put that on the record. Okay. What's your favorite whiskey uh, you ever had? I will backtrack just a second. The cheap oh. shit Jack Daniels imitation I was looking for was Evan Williams, for the record. Uh, but my favorite whiskey that I've ever had, quite honestly, has to be the... Um, and I know this is going to sound like a uh, shameless plug, but the Driftless Glen uh, bourbon single barrel. I, I didn't even uh, tell him very to say good. That. I like the uh, the smoothness of it. Quite honestly, uh, I normally do not like my whiskey straight. Generally uh, mixed with a soda, but that bourbon uh, Driftless Glen. That's what Honestly, she said. is good enough to just with a slight <laughs> chill drink straight. I didn't tell him to say that either. I did not listen to one word you said, but I think it was amazing just because of the hair. Oh, well, he Venmoed me <laughs> 10 bucks. So. You're a sexy son of a bitch. Isn't he good looking? If you guys in the podcast the arms in the see vest. Him, he's handsome. Well, it's cold outside. I, I want to kick him out of this room immediately just because how good looking he is. I, it's tough. Try hanging out it's with tough. him. It's tough. I thought you lured me up here from the lobby bar for naughty time. Well... <laughs> Turns out we're just trying to get you drunk to do a podcast. It's possible. We'll talk about I that thought later. That was code for naughty time. No, <laughs> depend, depend how much whiskey we feed that. you. 
I love this. Want to go upstairs and do a podcast? I never had to use that at a hotel. <laughs> oh, <bar. laughs> just Especially hand me the red like microphone. Five dudes. Yeah. I've done. Yeah, I've done yes. that multiple times yeah. and it has hey, never. You don't realize up. how crucial a role you're playing right now. <laughs> hey, hey, I think we, I think we'd all agree, Chad. This is the difference between owning a boat and doing podcasts. Is the guy to girl ratio right now? Uh, I don't know. Well, I've never owned a boat. And it's cold and it's a podcast. It's not warm with a boat. We should have invited those cute MILFs that were down at the bar up there, too. There were cute MILFs? Their husbands there? would have been pissed. Hey, I never noticed. Don't, don't worry. We have one more guy on the way. Oh, crap. <laughs> we got another one coming. Yeah. Do they have it's a good, good Did they get too. a haircut today, too? Probably. <laughs> okay. We do go to the same Atwood barbershop. Uh, <laughs> we go to Terry at Atwood in Wisconsin. Gray fades. His uh, phone we'll number plug is him uh, out right now. At Atwood barbershop. You ever in Madison? Yeah. If you're a white dude looking for a good fade, he's got yeah. you. Yep. <laughs> that Portland fade is killing that it. Portland fade. <laughs> anyway, let's jump into this, man. Let's, <laughs> yeah, uh, was, like, people are. I like that like, Sharpie is keeping this podcast. Yeah, how the straight. hell am I the one keeping this straight? So. <laughs> Uh, the first thing we have going on, guys, uh, so the, the last time you heard from us, we were doing some other single barrel uh, sipping. Which one is this? Now, this is going to be, uh, this is bourbon barrel number 1262, aged four years, 79 days. But, Trash um, off the picks. So this, this is not the same <laughs> single barrel picks. I actually brought 20 single barrel samples with me tonight, so we could do this podcast 15 times over. But uh, anyway, so everything you guys are tasting right now, mm-hmm. it's all going to be plus... And it is uh, well over 120 proof. So uh, if you think that's smooth, that's 120 plus. What do you, what do you think over there? I, I think it's got a, a bit of kick. But I have a question, you know, just as someone that's relatively yeah. new to whiskey. You know, as you talk about, you know, how long it's been in the cast, can you talk about, you know, the older it gets, like what you might expect to experience as, you know, that number great eight goes up? Yes. Uh, the more you, the more it's in the cast, the more you might see some oak, some vanilla, some caramel. The more it, it takes on the characteristics of the wood it's in, depending on what they age it in, really. I mean, but they're doing yeah. Char level four, all new. Char four is pretty standard. Yeah. Is char is it like out of five, out of ten, six. ten? I think. I okay. six. Is it six? Okay. Six. Okay. Six. So I understand, kind of like on a relative basis, you know, as. There's you know more to explain you know kind of what how and, to compare it right that so char level uh, you know there's going to be so much experience this evening you yeah. won't remember we haven't even hey, started hey. wait till we do the podcast in the <laughs> well, shower as, <laughs> as, as, this is a journey my friend that is a nice a shower as, as a follow up to that question from a non whiskey yeah. drinker yes that's what does, we want does does uh, the age go to quality or to cost uh, some so people think older more expensive not is necessarily. that necessarily true can it be age but it's really not good as a just depends whiskey drinker it depends on the whiskey that you're talking about depends on uh really i mean there's so many factors that it comes down to when it comes to whiskey it could be age it could be climate could be climate it could be what level it's aged on in the rickhouse if there's sun on it if there's i mean what there's a forest fire the rings in the wood that they're putting on there I hear a lot about rapid aging. Yeah, and almost trying to cheat the uh, aging process. That's garbage. Where do you guys fall on that? <laughs> I think it's terrible. Don't do it. Rapid aging for. I mean, there's chemical rapid aging. There's sm- small barrel, which is what sort of what drift we're drinking tonight is all at a thirty gallon barrels. But some people do it chemically. Chemically age Ooh, is that's, awful. That's it's cheap. terrible. That I mean, come on. This is like a town town home. 
that what so they call it? I have a question. All right. Yep. So first of all, that does it have honey? There's like almost a honey taste in that one. So like again, fiery uh, honey. It, you know, it's again, it's not infused. There's nothing that we add to it. That's because Sharpie put, put his finger in it. Oh dear. My fingers taste like honey. <laughs> <laughs> in case you're wondering for yeah. later, my his fingers finger look longer than that. Honey. The other question, though, is so your ingredients. I know sometimes. With bourbon, it's like it's a straight bourbon if everything's procured from the same state. Where are all of your ingredients? Oh, great from? question. So we get our rye and our corn from Hodgson Mill in Effingham, Illinois, which is from what I've been told, right, Chad? That's one of the the uh, the places that a lot of the big boys get their stuff from down south. Have you have you heard that or no? Sure. Really? Okay, we'll go with. I don't US. ask where they get their grains well, from. I, 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 no, no, no. And then, what kind of investigative it, journalists are you? you I'm not. That's on, <laughs> if, you, if everything's procured I'm so from lazy. The same state, that, you can say it's like straight Wisconsin, uh, straight Kentucky. That, but the bourbon does that have any kind of bearing on whiskey when you're doing it as how you label it? Well, I think really it's, it's only Kentucky straight is the only one that really has a bearing on it. Yeah. I mean, Wisconsin can do that if everything's procured from the. state. They probably can. The pickle is, but most of them don't. Yeah, the pickle is because if I had to put money on it, the majority of us that are doing it how we do it. Uh, have to get it from other places. Aren't getting our grains from Wisconsin, and no offense, this, the the amazing state of Wisconsin, and where I'm born and raised. Uh, but you know, we can't sacrifice quality, unfortunately, to, when we're charging upwards of thirty to forty dollars a bottle, and our distillers will not sacrifice quality. Well, Jay Henry gets oh. their shit from Wisconsin, I think. Correct, hundred percent Wisconsin. Yes, yeah, so, but they don't put straight Wisconsin on their stuff. So, so where Jay Henry's awesome, right? They do the red air. They don't put corn. straight Wisconsin. They've got some, something on their label. It's like Wisconsin made or something like that. They have they, a very yeah. specific wording that's related to all things. Three out there's of four of the so many, there's, their bourbon come yeah. from their own farm. Yeah. And they bring in, I think, just the mash. Um, but with, uh, I didn't know if that was the same sort of particular it could be but i don't think when that, it came to whiskey i don't think it's really like the same selling point so they don't really okay. put it on the label yeah some people might have a value to that so some kentucky like you said if quality is more important than then yeah for so for, then kentucky is sort of like a kentucky straight whiskey is sort of like a selling point it all came from but, here right? yeah okay. yeah well, but people that go from outside of kentucky probably don't put it on their label because it's not really a selling point that's what i would assume i haven't looked into it but yeah yeah, for me, the fact that we don't get our corn from Wisconsin or our rye from Wisconsin really isn't. I mean, that no one said nope, I don't want it because of that, right? Uh, I'd say so much in the craft industry. Now we do get our our, our malt from Breeze in Chilton, Wisconsin. Which Put is that, where, eat that mic when you which, talk. Which is where just about everybody. Now I got Chad just told me I need to eat my mic. Um, so uh, we do get our our malt from Breeze in Chilton, Wisconsin, which is again from what I've been told, Jesus, I think Breeze supplies the majority of the distilleries. Well, if Jay Henry doesn't put straight Wisconsin whiskey on their shit, I would say that it, it's not just – I know that they get everything from Wisconsin, so it's probably not just a selling point. That's that's and, what I would say. And one thing, too, I don't want a lot of Wisconsin flair, honestly, from where our business model's at. I want all to, the flair I can get to, to straight you, I wouldn't want to plaster Wisconsin all over our bottle. Uh, there's a reason why we have Wisconsin very small fine print. Uh, because you know, bottom line, like because you're bitches. Well, because hey, no, hey man, we've got cheese. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> it, we'll put Wisconsin all well, over. When I was you talking know, about, we're not, you know, we're not. <laughs> I was talking about driftless, not Wisconsin. I mean, generally speaking, you know, right? no like, offense. You know, well, I love some cheese. Regional, regional branding, right? I love so, some cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, you know, I have no idea, honestly. But uh, this turned into a roundtable uh, question. 
Go ahead. What's the next one? Yeah, I, I got go. one right here. I don't know. I'm ready to drink some whiskey. Uh, <laughs> oh, let's hey, more. nobody's stopping you. Just pick up one of these random bottles sitting around. There's and bottles go everywhere. Got a question for uh, Justin on behalf of uh, Oh, Drift God. Whiskey. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as I say, uh, I know. So in the craft beer world, uh, getting some designer hops can be quite a battle to where you have to uh, reserve them or buy them years in advance and hope to get just the right kind for your blend of beer. Uh, do you encounter any similar types of, you know, struggles or battles uh, trying to get yeast? Say, yeah, just the right kind of yeast or some other plan ahead for, or maybe is specially made just for you guys. Do you have your own strain of yeast? Uh, not that I'm aware of. That's uh, this, the wrong person to ask. This would, this would, you got to ask the master distiller for that. Yeah, Max, <laughs> Max or our other, our other head. Max, Max, or our head distiller Nathan would would probably be able to answer that a little better than I can. That's way too whiskey that, that geek is, for this whoo, whole. That is, I mean, that's deep. And, and did I you just, see his eyes when you asked that question? I'm going, man. I, know, I, I regret it. Having <laughs> I mean, it. You know what, if, his ass was puckered. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you know, on, honestly, oh, if I had a ballpark, I'd just say no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for what I would doing. say that they do have a uh, their own distinct yeast, but it's probably not unusual. They probably have yeah, a yeast right. they've been using so, for a while. Yeah, it, it's something that other people use, but it's really their probably start off their in other recipe places. that really sets probably them start apart off in other places in and they've continued to use it in their own shit and just sort of morphed so it into their own stuff. Gotcha. Because that's what a lot of people do. Right. So, so Chad, to kind of keep the keep the train moving down the tracks, he has a question, I which think. is interesting. Oh, I was, I was so, just, so now you guys are trying the second barrel. This is this is a separate one. I wanted to ask what, what we are drinking now. Yep, yep. So, how to differentiate it from what we had before? Right. So, so to give you an idea, right? I mean, we're talking about a bourbon. You know, the first one you guys had was four years, seventy nine days. This one's four years, sixty five days. Right. Same barrel, same cooper. So it was like eight days. Eight. I mean, you know. There's eight, eight whole days. Eight whole days. But, how, but a complete, and even more seconds. But a completely different barrel. And how different does that taste, right? Same mash bill. Same mash bill. I mean, yeah, same everything. That's what tells you the different. The difference in barrel kills it. I mean, it's just different in barrel. It's everything that has to do with whiskey is barrel, in my opinion. That's why all the old shit it tastes completely different than the new shit. Yeah, that one's got a little hitch in its giddy up. Oh yeah, so a little different flavor, yeah, even though it's only about eight days. Did you try, Jim? Sharpie. Uh, Which one are we drinking? Mister Turd. Not, not you, him. Sorry. Like you know, a barrel is aging, right? How often do you sample it to kind of figure out how that? flavor evolves over you know this is a short amount of time between the first and the second that we've tried tonight that's a good question yeah yeah absolutely and, and you know again you know we're you know i think depends on the distillery i think i think the larger distilleries absolutely i'm sure they're out there tested we have two they guys. probably don't do it as is much it, is as it like once a week we you just kind of like see oh, where no, it's going absolutely like, not i, I okay. would say more what happens is is they have two 20-year-old dudes. Two 27-year-olds <laughs> yeah. that, that are doing this. These so are, they're, they're saying guys. they got a lot of time? Or yes. like, no, like, no, we're, we're just – no, but they're very busy. A lot of time, a lot of testosterone. Um, yeah, yeah, so, you know, they're like on it. Every no, they're, they're busy because we still do everything by hand. I'm so sure. everything's bottled by hand still. Um, and not only are Max and Nathan our head distillers, they're also our head warehouse guys, our head shippers. Our, I mean, they're doing everything from bottling to distilling. 
And what what's happening is, you know, and hopefully I we, we can get this to the point where we can get them some help, right? Yeah, but which that's you, that's interesting. I mean, they're wearing a lot of hats, right? So like they're we part of, of the process every step in, of the way. In, in this, at this, stage I'm looking for a game, job anytime. If you need some hiring, yeah. At, at this stage in the game, I mean, it's literally, and we covered this in the last segment. It is literally just uh, Bron- our owners Brian and Renee, who are amazing. Uh, my boss Sean. That's not what you said earlier. That is exactly what I said earlier. <laughs> uh, Abby, who who runs everything, uh, back office, front office, lover to death. Uh, Tanya, who's our head of marketing. Myself. Bad Brad out in Iowa and Minnesota. BB. And, and then our two distillers, and that's it. And, and uh, you know, we, we help out where we can help out, and we all wear a lot of hats. I mean, Do you I, know how often they taste the barrels, though? That's what he's asking. You know, if I had to guess, they're probably tasting barrels, I mean, maybe weekly if they have time. Call them up and ask. Uh, probably shouldn't call them. What is your yeah. level of production? Like, how, on the, we'll say bourbon, since that's yeah, what great we're question. talking about. You do like one barrel a day? Actually, um, like, ab- absolutely. produce. So that's a great question. So we're like the world's tallest midget. And what I mean by that is... Uh, they have a big Lister. ass. They have a big we are, ass. We are, we are Winter ma- is coming. We are, <laughs> no, yeah, like, no, we are massive. So Driftless Glen, I mean, we have a 42-foot Vendome column. Uh, we have a 550 gallon copper pot Vendome. I mean, it's impressive. For it, their- it, it is. It is unlike anything you're going to find really in Wisconsin, if not the Midwest, for craft distilling. Uh, that column still alone allows our two guys to do 50 barrels a week with two people. That's insane. There's a lot That's of distilleries incredible. in Wisconsin that might not even do 50 barrels a year. Just to, to give you a taste, Blom Brothers. Blom Brothers, who is a huge distillery known well, worldwide, really, does one per day, I think. Maybe two. Yeah, so to give you an idea of our, our – like right now, if you were to stop up a Driftless – I mean, we have over 5,000 barrels laying down. That is nuts. It really is. Like, For a craft. you can remind people, if you were going to stop so, out at Driftless, do you have tours and a – Absolutely. To come uh, see your production? Yes, please come down to Driftless Glen <laughs> Distillery, located in Baraboo, Wisconsin, on That's that beautiful – Carol. Baraboo, beautiful Baraboo. <laughs> Back <River>. off. <laughs> That's how we end this podcast. Oh, so, so let, oh, we didn't do that last. This kind of feeds into my question: is as no, we don't make you know, rum. No, no, no. <laughs> as as like the number one salesman for Driftless Gun for years, <laughs> the, the only one. As as you know, double in the You're business, the triple in the business two. every year, Sharpie. When when clients come to you and be like, "I want to pick out some barrels," or "I want to pick out my." That gives them their kind of unique, a little unique flavor. Like, that's unique to that store, right? Like, this, hey, Sharpie, I want three barrels. And they come to the distillery and they pick them out. That's unique to the store. Like, you're going to get a taste that you can't get anywhere else. Is that true or not? I, I would say that's absolutely true, right, Chad? You know, it, it sounds like a joke, but I met Jim at, at the, the gym. gym. When you looked into each other's eyes, <laughs> we we Deeply. knew we knew this Instantly. was a forever friendship right yeah. there. So I've heard pretty good things about rye whiskey. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. But, but you, I can ask, you can ask your question in a second. Don't but we touch need me. to. No, <laughs> <laughs> we need to interject for a quick Driftless Glen <laughs> pour break. Pour break. Driftless Glen. What moment. are we pouring, Justin Sharpie? All right, guys. So now we're moving on to the rye. So welcome to the Driftless Glen pour break. I'll cut that out. Sponsored by Bourbon Boys. Coming to you live yeah. from uh, rooms. You said no. We we try to drag him there all the time, but he's never having it. Comedy on State is actually one of the best comedy I love clubs it. Yeah, it's in great. the country. Yes. And, but, 
And we actually do get a lot of big name accents. I saw Robert Kelly there a few weeks ago. I love Robert Our Kelly. Kelly. Harsh than the other two. It's got a little bit more like gasoline. Carol's bringing it back. What? I'm what? My best. Which the one other are two you drinking? are a lot smoother. This is the rye. Carol, nice work. Eighty-nine or ninety-three ethanol? Do you think it's a first round? I'm gonna go with ninety-two. Ninety-two. Oh, ninety-two. Nothing but premium from this one. <laughs> might be my new podcast host, co-host. Mm. Co-host of the I'm coming up here every week now. I'm sorry, Justin. We have better we have better stories than shilling our brand. Remembering your name is not that important. <laughs> you heard it here, here, folks. As long as you, because Nate, we all know how it all ends. Is so what are we drinking right now? Now you guys are hitting the single barrel rye. Another new one, Chad. I don't think you poured this for me. Yeah, I did. I just poured it. Okay. Wait, what? You already drank it? Yep. <laughs> how hey. was it? That was. I don't hey. feel like it was that good. If 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 there was ever a, uh, I didn't taste it. I don't think. What <laughs> I was gonna say, if there was ever a uh, a, a sign off on what good whiskey was, it's how off the rails this podcast is right now, <laughs> because we are getting loose on some Driftless Glen. I did a podcast at uh, Smooth Ambler when we did a barrel pick that day all day. So this is not the most off the rails it's gotten. Well, no, we don't even want to go into the whole mythical pick from last freaking February. Yeah, we didn't even uh, publish that podcast, but that's well, no, probably because no, I no, didn't. No, not that podcast. When you I guys didn't record came it. Up. When you guys came up, that was an absolute mess. Way to go. Thanks for acting your age, guys. I'm, f- I'm finding it hard to kind of identify what's differ- different about rye, but it is very different. Can you explain a little bit about what makes rye different from regular bourbon? Justin, do you know what the mash bill the is? Absolutely. I uh, mean, it, it, it seems more spicy, but it's just yeah. kind of like hard to so explain for, as someone that's yeah, not experienced. So, uh, so the bourbon that we first had, right, guys, the last two, uh, that was 60 corn, 20 rye, 20 malt, right? So the mash bill. When you hear... When you hear whiskey guys talk about the mash bill, right? They're talking about the composition of grain that makes for up that spirit. A, for a bourbon, it has to be at least fifty-one percent yeah. okay. corn. So, oh, so, so it's just so, the ratios, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so now jumping into rye, our rye is seventy-five percent rye, twenty-five malt. Uh, so we don't have any corn in this rye. So you're going to get a lot of that spice and a lot of that kind of that initial zip, right? Yeah. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. Ooh wee! Yeah, because I mean, it, it hits you a bit. But but but, but honestly, like, it, but in terms of the experience, I mean, you know, like I can say, oh, it's different. But but why is it different? And then when you explain, oh, it's the ratio, the yeah. corn and the rye, well, and so on, then you start kind of like making sense of what for, you're experiencing. For a bourbon, it has to be at least fifty-one percent rye or for fifty-one percent corn. Correct. They can do anything else they want to in the mash bill besides that, but it has to be 51% corn. Do people get kind of weird sometimes as sometimes. long as they hit that ratio? Speakeasy. And uh, I saw it was 62.5, and I thought for sure I'd take... <laughs> so, so to tie that to tie that back in God real damn, quick... Folks, in we brought correct, a comedian up here. So, I put so, in the correct those, orifice. There's one of the... <laughs> So, hey, you could take the window or you could take the stairs. Let me know which one you're doing. That may or may not be the first time I've heard of Orifice on this podcast. Um, There's I, one bottle of that left at McConnell's in Middleton. I was just going to point out in a quick... 40 bucks. Well, I'll see y'all so, later. Will I be so jumping Chad, the gun if I ask where we can purchase these fine beverages? I think he just told you. Middleton. Um, well, <laughs> the so she's, she's asking where you can purchase Driftless Glen again. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, and another shameless plug. Uh, That's not uh, a Driffles Glen product. Uh, any Woodman's, any festival, any high V and uh, festival. Did I already say that? Uh, so Costco, it's festival. 
uh, a lot of major independents from Steve's to uh, McFarland Liquor, Village Liquor, Pig Cottage Steve's. Group. Uh, I thought we Ray's, said major independents. We, we just Steve's. did a really, a really awesome barrel pick with Ray's uh, on a barrel of bourbon and a barrel of rye. Woodman's uh, Tulsa. Food Markets in yep. the Midwest. Yes, Nate. Woodman's. I already, Woodman's. already ah. mentioned Woodman's. Absolutely. Um, also Woodman's. Yeah, I did. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, Hi, V. I already oh. mentioned them. Total Wine. Right. Oh, sorry. Total Wine. Um, I did, I did, I did, uh, so we'll do one more, we'll do one more round of questions. If anybody has any questions, God, I hope not. Carol, questions? You got anything to say? She's itching her nose a little harder. All right, Carol, get naked and go on the shower. No, I I got my, my intro questions out of the way and I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you for coming on. Carol, do you have any questions? Do you guys ever do any sponsorships for nonprofits? Sure. I mean, you're talking to me. I'm the one that does it, not him. That'd be but, great. But uh, next, you got any questions? Pretty boy just sitting there staring forward, so I guess uh, I'll jump in. Uh, Justin, where can I buy Driftless Glen? <laughs> you <fucking laughs> no, we already just covered that. son of a bitch. This so, shill. Jesus. I'm kidding. Stop yeah. it right oh. now. Wait, you can I do, do have this an actual question. Okay. We probably covered this in a previous podcast, but... Probably not. You're the Baraboo area, but how Correct. long have you been... Around? Yes, we've been around a little over four and a half Are years. Uh, so we covered this in our last podcast too. Okay. But so four and a half years, family owned and operated. We're owned by a husband and wife, Brian and Renee, and uh, they're they're awesome. And we have a gorgeous restaurant up there in Baraboo, right on the Baraboo River. On top of that, obviously a beautiful uh, state of the art facility uh, where we distill all these amazing spirits. So uh, and our and our Rick House is right on site as well. So you can come up to do a tour, do a tasting. Grab a cocktail, grab some lunch, and uh, hang out and relax. And uh, thanks, Chad, for letting me do about 5,000 shameless plugs in this deal. Hey, but that's what it's all about, right? right. So, uh, uh, No, yeah. not really, but I'll allow it. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I think you know what's going to happen when you, ha- when you bring me. Like, I'm not going to not do that. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, anybody think, have anything else in closing? No? I have a okay, joke. Man, this is a uh, no. No, this is a Carol's question. got something. So, not in a shameless plug, but this is a genuine question. Have, yes, I'm saying. Are that. you award winning? Have yeah. you stacked up? Like, where do you feel like you stack up against other? I, I know how you feel personally, but have you ever won awards? Are you recognized in some capacity? Is there yeah, like absolutely. hooray for uh, us? Uh, great, great, great. Hooray for us. Wow, great question. Uh, right. So it's not just because I work for him that I think this stuff's amazing, right? Uh, I've been in the liquor business about a decade, and uh, I've tried some really good stuff and some really bad stuff. And I've sold a lot of good stuff and sold a lot of bad stuff. Um, and when I came on board with these guys, I, I realized they really had something there. Uh, our blended bourbon just got 90 points from Whiskey Advocate this year. Our 51 rye received 94 points, I believe, from the New York Wine and Spirits competition. Uh, New York Wine and Spirits competition named us Wisconsin Distillery of the Year. Uh, our brandy, uh, our five year reserve brandy, received a third place voting in the uh, USA Today. So by USA Today mag or uh, publication rated us the number three brandy in the country, uh, which is pretty cool. So uh, honestly, for me personally, the 90 points in the blended pap, uh, and we have some other accolades as well. But, uh, you know, again, it's just a testament to Nate and Max at the distillery, you know, doing their thing and making some amazing whiskey and, and, and just – Man, it just helps me do my job a lot more. It's just awesome. That's it. Do you have something else to say? 
God, Nate. No, Nate's done. He's no. no he's got, no, he's no, got a no, mic I'm, in his hand, I, so he's got something. I'm to running say. out of ideas. I got to get back to the hotel bar. I'm an aspiring professional. Like, what do you have to say? In my hand until the sign off. That's all. Oh, that's it. You have nothing I, else to say? I, no, I mean, I guess all I'll chime in with is, you know, I I am a big whiskey fan. I know I did say earlier that I I like the vodka they put out too, but you know, honestly, Driftless Glen puts out a great product <laughs> that uh, I really enjoy. That's honestly, at least in the uh, Greater Wisconsin us. area, is a very reasonable price. For what you would normally find from some of the uh, smaller craft distillers, so I actually really enjoy it, and I encourage all of you to give it a try. We uh, got because I think you might really enjoy it. Too many shills in one room. That happens. Uh, I'm gonna sign off with this. Sharpie, you got anything else to say? No, thanks again, man. It is. <laughs> I would a- like to say that Driffles Glen is amazing and uh, it's delicious. And yeah, too many shills. <laughs> yeah, too many, man. We, uh, I'm just going to close it out and say uh, we're not sponsoring the Bourbon Boys apparently. I mean, if you want to, I'll, I'll take, cut you. A I'll check. take I'll take some sponsorship. I already got one in bottles. Uh, if you want to get some uh, glasses, look at www.giftsonglass.net. Uh, they do all your customized glassware or T-shirts or anything you need. Uh, until then, enjoy your pours and enjoy your family. <laughs>